get here? Alrighty, welcome back to our show, everybody. My name is Jay. And if you are not familiar with How Did I Get Here Already, let me introduce it to you. How Did I Get Here is a program where we live our best lives on the internet and come out the other side, knowing more but not feeling that much smarter. And if you don't understand this now, please stick till the end of the show. I promise you, we will make it make sense. You know what I mean? And I am Jay, your host. Therefore, you're welcome. Paksu. Nice. All right, before moving on today, I just want to make sure to remind you guys, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. As well, check out our videos on youtube.com slash dive studios. And also, you must subscribe there and turn the notifications on. Alrighty, guys. We're going to move into the topic for today. And the question is, who's more productive? Night owls or early birds? Now, I am quite divided on this. And I think it's because I used to be a super night owl. I used to not be able to sleep until 5 a.m. Like legit. And then sometimes like 6, 7 even. Right. Lately, I've started waking up a little bit earlier. Sleeping earlier. That's what happens every time I go on tour. Your time changes and then you start sleeping like a normal human being. Yeah, same. Yeah, you get healthy. <laughs> you go on tour. <laughs> No, well, I've been on tours, but um, no, when I travel like jet lag, mm. I don't get like the bad jet lag. Jet lag fixes me. Yeah. It makes me a real human being. I agree. Yeah. What time do you normally sleep? Uh, normally, if I'm like living a good life, probably around like 1 or 2 a.m. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. 1 or 2. Yeah, 1 or 2. Pretty but you know, like in high school, I would just cut it so close. Wait, what do you mean? I would go to bed at like 5.30 a.m., wake up at like 7, and then just be at school all day. I have a theory. Okay. How tall are you? I'm super tall. How tall are you? I'm 5'5". I'm five five. Are you 5'5"? Five five? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 165 centimeters for people who know that. How tall are your parents? Mm. My dad's not that tall. My dad's probably just under six foot. My mom is really small, but her the rest of her family are really tall. Like okay. she's like the she's the youngest, so she's kind of uh, like the red of the family. But like all her older sisters were like fashion models and pageant girls. So you got the good jeans, or like halfway? No, I didn't get any of it because <laughs> I'm not a fashion model. Five five is tall though. Really? All my other cousins um are like five nine. That's like, really tall. Well, they're like models. Okay, I guess I guess that makes Once sense. Once again, they are models. Okay, sorry. Keep keep tuning out that <laughs> second fact. time. I'm behind the camera. <laughs> okay, I have a theory. Yeah. All my friends who got very little sleep in high school ended up shorter. I can understand that. Yeah, like they wouldn't grow as much. But then for me, like a bad night of sleep in high school, because because my mom was so strict on the curfew, I was in bed at like. If I was in bed later than 10 or 11, it was amazing. But like just because you're lying in bed, does that mean you're asleep? Yeah. You were asleep at yeah. 10 or 11 p.m.? Like one or two was like, I'm going to die tomorrow. Like I wake up in the morning and like I can't see through my eyelids. Like, Then how early like would that. you wake up? I would still be sleepy like when I woke up at like 6.30 for school. I know. So that's why when I went to college, <laughs> I ruined my life. <laughs> Freedom ruins your life, my friends. <laughs> See, you think right now that your parents are too controlling. That you need freedom. You need options in your life. You don't. 
You don't. They know what they're doing. Trust me. Your parents know exactly what they're doing when they're telling you, you can't go out with that boy. You can't go out <laughs> with that girl. You've got to sleep at 10 p.m. You've got to do your homework. You've got to stay in school. You can't be a professional streamer at the age of 12. Trust me. They know what they're doing. What girl did they not let you date in high school? <laughs> I'm just saying. Who was bad news on the badminton team? <laughs> <laughs> who was… Who was… A, who was <laughs> I'm just saying. Guys, trust your parents. They know what they're doing, okay? Don't follow my mistake. Anyway, let's go into the first starting point of today. And our jump off launch pad question is what does Google say? Do you have an opinion on this, by the way? Who's more productive? Yeah. No, I think it's all about who the person actually is. Hmm. Okay. Right now, before the discussion starts, my opinion is leaning towards early birds. Yeah. That's it? That's, that's your input? Yep. No, you know what? Yeah, I I mean, I read the links that you're like about to go through. Okay. So it kind of like, oh, shifted things about a, a bit about what I thought. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I am definitely more productive if I do wake up earlier. Exactly. If I like waste a day. You know when you like wake up so late that you're like, oh, this day's done. Like yep. it's gone. There's no bringing it back. Yep. But on the other hand, I'll have moments where I'll be up at like… 1 a.m. and I decide I'm going to change my whole life around. I'm going to like clean and organize my entire room. I'm going to send out emails. I'm going to like write something. Yeah. And then it'll be like 7 a.m. and then I pass out. <laughs> yeah. See that's actually one of my big problems with sleeping late. The feels come out. Oh like yeah. past 12. Yeah. And you start like rethinking everything in your life. Have you heard of the phrase like… What is it? Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. There's a phrase like that? There's, it's either 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. But the phrase is like nothing happens good. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. So like let's say you're out with friends. Uh. And it's about to be 2 a.m. You're like… They're like no let's keep going. You have to be like nothing good happens after 2 a.m. It's not going to be worth it. You don't hear like an amazing story about something positive happening necessarily at like 4 a.m. Oh, that's not true. I've heard a lot of amazing stories <laughs> after 2 a.m. <laughs> good stories I've heard a lot amazing of good stories. results. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay, anyway, let's go into what Google says. Pro. Night owls are generally more productive. Interesting. I'm going to click on the link and go in. Pro. Night owls are more intelligent. Interesting. Ouch. As a morning person, and I'd like to think a fairly intelligent human being, this was tough to read. However, there have been extensive research done time and time again on the intelligence of late risers. And well, let's just say that the correlation between night owls and wisdom isn't without reason. Interesting. More intelligent individuals are more likely to be nocturnal than less intelligent individuals, states one study. Whilst another study concurs, delving into deeper details, those with the childhood IQ of less than 75 go to bed around 23 to 40, oh, 11.41 on weeknights, on weeknights in early adulthood. Whereas those with the childhood IQ of over 125 go to bed around 12.29 a.m. It's not that much of a difference. I know. Yeah. What, what is happening in those like, extra 30 minutes? Yeah, it's like 30 minutes. <laughs> what was your childhood IQ? I don't know. I, did, were you tested for yeah. that? What was your IQ? I was I was pretty high. Oh really? <laughs> Where did it go? Your boy, genius. I don't know. I just got dumb. College ruined me. <laughs> no, but uh, I think I was like one twenty. It was either three or eight. It was a three. Okay. 
Like you and I were raised opposite. <laughs> how were you raised? How were you raised? Huh? I would. You know how like your your school, if you like knew how to spell your own name, thought you were a genius, and so like in public school in California, you would get on your desk like the gate program. I didn't get into that. Yeah. Oh well, I would always get it. And oh. I, and I kept getting it. And I would show my parents. And they would read the fine print. And it would say something like, yeah, like after school program. Like starting at 4 p.m. My dad saw that. He's like, I'm not taking you anywhere at 4 p.m. <laughs> the fuck? You already walked home from school. I'm not going to like take you anywhere. True. So that shit would just get like tossed in the trash. <laughs> True. Okay. Okay. So you were a smart kid. I, But I think that the litmus for that was very low. Okay. For AP? like what was considered like a gate kid. Huh? AP? Yeah. Have to. What APs? Uh, I think I did like nine. Dang! Is that a lot? That's a lot. Well, um, I mean… It depends on what your school offers. My school offered a lot. My school offered a lot. I went to like a… Yeah, you were in Orange County. Like yeah. Orange County is different funding than where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> no, because at my school… My parents were like… AP equals UC. That's true. Yeah, and I was like, and then you hey. didn't go to UC, and I didn't go to UC. <laughs> That's so weird. I went to Cal State. Yeah, you did. Long Beach. Woo, oh, yeah, woo. that is so interesting. I'm kind of, I don't know, maybe I would have had fun at a UC as well. Yeah. But I feel like I'm glad because during my high school and like junior high years, no, not junior high, in my high school years, I was in a bubble like an Asian bubble community, mm. like a bubbled Asian community. Everyone yeah. was Asian, and that was the norm, right? I'm kind of glad I went to like a more diverse college though. Yeah. I got to understand how to work with people. That was a very similar logic to me. I was like… uh, My school was a little bit more diverse. I didn't have like an Asian bubble thing because I didn't join uh, Key Club. But… Was Key Club Asian? (laughs) That's like a super stereotype about Asian kids joining Key Club. Um, But I knew like… Because the school I would have considered going to was UCLA. But oh. I was like, you know that phrase, uh, Childish Gambino? You see Asian girls, you see LA. Oh, really? And I thought about that. And I was like, it didn't help that I would have gone for a statistical math. So yeah. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm good with seeing me. <laughs> Where else did you get into? Where else? Hmm. Um, I got a, was UCLA was the only one that wasn't for arts. Mm. That was the only one that wasn't for the arts. So that was st- a, a statistical math. Because their art program, they don't let you in until junior year. So I didn't understand the logic of Interesting. that. Interesting. I think it changed now. But it, NYU, Boston University, mm. Emerson College, UC… <laughs> everyone got into UCSB. Because <laughs> that's like Asian kids safety. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I, can't, I generally can't remember where I applied to. Northwestern. You went to Northwestern? Yeah. Dude, but I didn't want to live in cool. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I only yeah. did if that. I I like decided I was gonna apply, and then I applied like in the two hours I decided. And you got in, I guess. That's dope. But That's sick. but I really didn't want to go to live in Chicago. <laughs> it's okay. too cold. I mean, you went to NYU, and you had a very diverse. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. I think that's really good. Like especially guys, like when you're applying to college, I know that there's certain boundaries of uh, familiarity and like wanting to stay within. Your subsections with your friends and like… Oh all my friends are going to UC Irvine. So I'm going to go to UC Irvine. Like that's cool. But sometimes like college is for new experiences. You got to think about it like yeah. this. I really liked NYU. This is like a side perk. I didn't even predict what happened. Okay. A side perk was that there's so many international kids at NYU. In every major. Uh, that 
now if I want to go travel somewhere, I usually have someone I could like crash with. That's cool. And that's, that's really like a cool. really nice perk <laughs> of going wow. to a very international school. <laughs> wow. How much was tuition? Oh, too much. You want to hear? Uh, it was, I think… For the four it, years. It might be more now. But when I was going, it was around like 60k… A year? A year. Or a semester? Oh, actually… Oh. Maybe a semester. Was it trimesters? Trimesters? Oh, wait. I think that was… Yeah. Wait, maybe… Oh, yeah. It was per semester. 180k per year? I didn't… I got a full scholarship. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, baby. Let's be poor. Oh. <laughs> they literally okay. saw how poor I was and they're like, I ain't okay. <laughs> so, for the simple fee of three quarters of a million dollars, you could have free room. Wherever okay, you, you go in the world. You know what? True. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, d- don't. Uh, debt's not worth it. I wouldn't have gone if I didn't get a scholarship. Yeah, that's, never that's in a million sick, years. Because you can, you if you really want to do something in life, you can do it from wherever. You don't have to be somewhere. Interesting. Okay, and that was the NYU story. Yeah. Claps. <laughs> My laugh. <laughs> Did you hear your laugh on the last podcast? Yeah, I called it out too. So weird. Hyper self-aware. Right. People are like, we love your laugh. And I'm like, it's like a puppet got punched. Sometimes it's like very intentional. And sometimes it's like very normal. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know I did improv. I have like a fake laugh that I like can't even help. Laugh. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's weird. You laugh. Fake laugh right now. Like real, like I really like, try. Like fit, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at acting. Oh fuck! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. That's right, Ben. Man, your eyes were angry the entire time. <laughs> oh shit! I've dude, I'm, I've had acting lessons. I'm crazy at crying. That is my scene. <laughs> I'm crazy at I've crying. had acting lessons too. <laughs> they said stop. Just kidding. Just kidding. No. That's what my teacher told me. For everything other than crying. Yeah. He said, Jay, let's just be honest. You're not good at acting. But you're really good at crying. And I was like, yeah. thank you. You have a very like prison face. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We got stuck at the first one. But… Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Pro night hours are more intelligent. Wow. Dude. That's like a 50%. Or like, sorry, fifty IQ difference in the in the child in the early childhood IQ test. Okay, con night owls are more depressed. I totally agree with this. We were just talking about this, right? Night owls tend to be more prone to a host of different health and mood disorders, including just a general sense of mental instability. However, depression was by far the most common shared trait next to obesity. Interesting. They call this phenomenon social jet lag. Ooh, that's. I agree with that. Yeah. Social jet lag. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what happens when your biological needs waking up and going to bed late. Don't match with the societal, t- societal norms. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. I feel it. Next one. Pro. Night owls have more stamina. I'm talking about stamina in terms of overall focus. Research has shown that night owls can remain focused on tasks at hand longer and better than their morning lark. You know what? I totally agree with this. I totally agree with this. Having become an early riser, like waking up, I'm talking about like, like 9, 10 a.m. That's early for me. Like compared to my 1, 2 p.m. from before. Right? I get really tired quickly and I can't stay focused after 5 p.m. Mm. It becomes really hard. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you know you're only supposed to be able to focus for 45 minutes at a time? Wait, really? Yeah. So like you should be taking breaks like every 45 minutes from like a task that needs your focus. Okay. I can't focus for more than like 30 seconds at a time. So it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't apply to me. Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> should you say jeez Louise? Yes. <laughs> okay. Next con. Night owls struggle with non-work activities. How do you feel about this? Wait, what was it? <laughs> Night owls struggle with non-work activities. Oh, like like a hobby? Yeah, I don't think so. I had I had a lot of like random hobbies. Yeah, night owls are night owls because school. they have hobbies. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, pro, night owls are generally more productive. Though both night owls and early birds perform similarly towards the beginning of their work days, early birds tire out more quickly, leaving them less productive overall. <laughs> yeah. Not only do night owls sleep later in the day, they need less sleep overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is your new true. <laughs> yeah, true. I might, I might just start sleeping late again. No. It's interesting. Your day six. Get it. <laughs> this is when you fake applause. laugh, fake laugh. Man. Okay. Let's just move on to the next one. This is getting yeah. too crazy. Yeah. Is it the video? Uh, the next one is it's actually genetic. Okay. Is that the video? I think so. Let's do it. Okay, so after having watched this video, I've come to the conclusion that being a night owl or early riser is genetic. Yeah, yeah, it's just coded into you. Because I was raised as you're supposed to be an early riser. But you were still yeah. tired. I was still tired. Yeah. And even now when I'm trying to fix my cycle, I'm constantly in this struggle. Where I can't sleep some days. Until like 2am or like 1am. If I could sleep at 10pm every day, I would. But I can't. So like even when I go overseas and I, I try to use, like maintain this 10pm sleeping schedule. 10pm sleeping schedule. It increases by 30 minutes every day. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's genetic. <laughs> Just I love blaming my genes. Yeah. <laughs> no but okay. So one problem I have with this video… Is that they were saying… There was a study shown that shows that… Early risers… Their time of death… Is before 11am right? And… Night owls are after 6pm. Because night owls aren't up… <laughs> until 3pm. <laughs> well yeah. I think serious? that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a correlation. Okay, so it's just like a, they're like not a Captain saying Obvious it, fact. Yeah, studies aren't cause and effect. They're just saying strong correlation or okay. strong patterns. Yeah, I could I could definitely see the common sense in that. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's really hard to have a have a time of death when you're still sleeping in bed. You know. Yeah, you know what? True. <laughs> true. Damn, you spin facts. <laughs> true. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Productivity tips for either type of person. Blech! Finally, what we need. Brees has devised four labels to describe the most common chronotypes he encounters in his research. Bears, lions, dolphins, and wolves. I am definitely a wolf. You are a dolphin. Oh, ee! No, I can't do the laugh. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. <laughs> They're all a bit different. Here's a helpful breakdown of the key of characteristics to all four chronotypes. Okay. The first three tend to function better as early riser than wolves do. Interesting. 
Folks who fall into the last category are just as productive as all the others, just typically in different ways and at later hours. We know late night people are much more creative, Breeze explains. They also have a tendency to be more introverted. Wolves are typically actors, musicians, authors, said Breeze. The idea people, who don't typically thrive in traditional office environments where the workday ends right when they start hitting peak productivity around 4 to 5 p.m. I feel like that's you. Yeah. You're a wolf. <gasps> wow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> if you're a wolf, you struggle to get up in the mornings. And do your best work after hours, rarely going to bed before midnight. For you, getting morning sunlight will clear the cobwebs faster than any cup of coffee ever would. Bria says, Walk to work. Sit outside for 10 minutes. Stand by the window for 15 minutes. Sunlight turns off the melatonin faucet that makes you feel sleepy in the morning. Yeah. So you need sunlight. That, that's why I purposely take a bus that drops me up further from the office. So I can walk more. That's just unproductive. So I can be like outside. I'm a fast walker though. I live in New York. I walk fast. Oh wow, okay. Nice. <laughs> but you could just you could just come straight to here and just sit outside. Just stand. <laughs> yeah, with a cup of coffee, just sit outside, enjoy the view. Uh well I'll say some most days it's pretty bad air outside, so I don't just stand uh, and go okay. <gasps> And also like usually by buildings people are smoking. I am also not a smoker. I agree with that. So can't really. <laughs> Otherwise I'd be standing in the middle of the street. <laughs> just like <gasps> <laughs> Okay. Now, some of you may be wolves, but we're going to move on to the other three. Second one. You may be a dolphin. How'd you do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> weird. Okay. okay. It's so weird. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> if you're a dolphin, you're probably a morning person, mainly because you're a light sleeper. You may even be something of an anxious person, says The wheels are always turning. For dolphins, the best thing is to either <laughs> work out… The best thing is to work out in the morning, he suggests. It helps quell their anxiety and leaves them out for the day. I need to work out. Mm-hmm. I need to work out. <laughs> you may be a bear. Be consistent with your wake-up time, Brias recommends. Bears can be both night owls and early birds, but their key characteristics are extroversion and a resulting tendency to stay up later than they should. They want to sleep in on the weekend. But… They also want to be more social out late on Friday and Saturday nights. You think I'm extroverted? I think you like being social. You like going out. I, I think you think <laughs> I like it more than I do. Okay. Usually, I what it is, I make too many uh, like yaksok. Like I like I prom- I promise. Like I very seldom the person to be the one to be like, let's do this. Okay. It's usually like I just promise and then like as I'm leaving the door, you just hear me go, I don't want to go. Okay. 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 <laughs> so what I'm getting is the same group of friends that are like, let's go clubbing. Ask you every Friday. And then I'm, and you like, oblige. I'm like, like lead feet <laughs> the door. Uh, next one is if you're a lion, you're probably already a productive person, a logistics minded early bird who probably doesn't take enough time for yourself. Research just taking 15 to 25 minutes each day to change that. Whether that's go for a walk during lunch or go for your favorite restaurant, something non-work related. He also recommends lions exercise in the early evening or late afternoon. Even a half mo- half hour run will give them enough energy to stay awake for socializing in the evening, which would otherwise be a struggle. Maybe I'm a lion. You think you're a lion? Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I'm a lion. Yeah? I don't know. Alrighty guys. So I guess the conclusion of the discussion is whether you are an early riser or you are a late night productive worker. 
really doesn't matter. Yeah. There's ways to get around your genetics, I'm sure. I yeah. Know. I mean, as long as you get your work done and you're getting what you need to do at the quality you need to get it done, then you're good. That's what I… Oh my god. Yeah. That's what yeah. I always think. That's why like office culture… Like yeah. typical office culture makes no sense to me. Punch and punch it's out. It's like you get you all you have to do is give them the task, how to do it, and what time you need it by. Yeah. Who cares where they do it or like when they, they do, do it. it, like how they do it from. Yeah. As long as like it gets done. Yeah. And if it's not getting done, then yes, then you can like nitpick how the person's like processes. But like that always frustrated me Dude. when like I had an old boss like back in the day who would be like. You can't like work from a cafe. You have to come in here. Because like if I have a question, I want to be able to like walk in and ask you. And like baby boo, I'm on my iMessage all day long. Like, you just text me. You yeah. just send that. And if anything, now we have a record of our conversation. And it'll be easy for both of us to remember what was said. Exactly. Instead of this like vague like t- chat that gets like lost in the ether. I think you said something. Yeah. yeah. Like re- I remember you saying this or like blah 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 blah. Just like, come on, let me just work at my cafe. <laughs> I totally agree though. Was this in was this in America? Yeah, this is in the States. I feel like America is more like open about that though, these days. Everyone's going remote. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like one particular office I was at. Just not vibing. Okay. Bosses, CEOs, please, let's be productive. <laughs> let's be productive. Let them stay at home. Let them do their work whenever they need to do it. Anyway, overall. Do what you gotta do. Make sure you get what you gotta get done. Doesn't matter if you're an early bird or a night owl. Be productive. End of conversation. Punto final. Okay. That wraps it up. And we had a lot of thinking to do today. So uh, we're gonna just uh, heal our brains for a second. And we're gonna listen to Pinocchio by Eve. She calls me on the weekend. Now that we've answered the main question of the day, we are going to now move on to some of your questions that you may have had for me. And the first question comes from Riz at E-A-J-A-K-Z-I-R. How do you restore work spirit when you feel very lazy? Dang. Okay. I'm sure I felt it, but I don't remember feeling lazy the past like 
couple years. You're remember, you're a pretty like productive person. Yeah. You have to be. You have to be on the ball like when you're like working. Yeah. You can't, I, you can't be like, I feel lazy. I'm not gonna… I think if yeah. you're feeling lazy, that says more about like how you feel about what you're doing. Yeah. And so maybe you just don't feel like what you're doing is like worth it. Yeah. To you or something. Which, you know… That happens. And like I think I've that's how I've registered it. Where I was like, oh, maybe I need a change of scene or like change of like what I'm doing if I'm feeling like lazy about something. That's… I 100% agree with that. Because yeah. I was called lazy by so many people when I was in school. Yeah. And then as soon as I got into the music industry, I've never heard that once. Yeah. It's different. It's what your interest lies in. Maybe… Diane's right. Maybe it's not so much about your personality or your work ethics being lazy. But that you're not interested in the in the subject that you're in. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to find another subject. Yeah. Or just like… Uh, think about like… If it's something that you have to do. Like let's say school. Like you just have to get over it. You have to do it. Yeah. Just think of it as more of like… You need to do this to get to like what you really want to do. Yeah. You know? And then… Uh, it's like it's like working out, you know. You don't really necessarily <laughs> want to do body. it. You don't want to do it, but you also want that nice Coachella photo. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what you're working for. Right now. <laughs> but I don't think I'm gonna work. <laughs> I don't think Creator is gonna let me go to Coachella. Uh oh. Okay. Here's my thing about that though. Recently, yeah, there was someone. I don't know if it was like Bill Gates, or I think it was a uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh huh. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. From Facebook. So Mr. Mark Zuckerberg said recently. Oh no, he went to Harvard. Yeah. No, there was, there was some big CEO of… So, um, he went to Harvard but he dropped company. out to make Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It was somebody. It might have been like Elon Musk or something. Someone was like… I didn't go to Harvard or an Ivy League. But the people working for me did. Yeah. So interesting. I also feel like… This may be a little bit off topic but… School and education is important. But getting what you need out of your education is more important. Yeah. Yeah. I hear a lot of people who like… For example, like I went to film school and I feel like I I got a lot out of it. And I really mm. took advantage about where I was and who I was meeting. Mm. But then I'll hear other people who like also went to a film school. And then they're like, oh, it was a waste of time. Like I should have never done it. It was a waste of money. Yeah. And I'll, be, I'll ask them like, what did you do during that time? They're like, I just went to school. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well that sounds like it's on you. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that's like this. the school had told you from day one what their program was. Yeah. You, like in the end, yeah. Whatever you do, whoever you are, you just gotta get it, man. You gotta go be a go getter if you want it. Yeah, yeah. The the thing is, like, the best thing um, you can do is tell people that you're like available to help or like to do something True. because, ev- like, in the field I'm in particularly, we're constantly looking for good help, but it's yeah. so hard to find. Yeah, and I've had people who like could use certain opportunities turn it down because they're they were like. Oh, I'm not… I don't think I'm like qualified to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, just do it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, Just yeah. like fake it till you make it. Exactly. Like, it was oh, it's frustrating. Anyway. <laughs> totally agree with that. There totally you go. Let's move on. Alright. That was your answer for Riz. And our next question is from True At One Pierce Piano. Okay, real question. Do you break the Kit Kat in two when you eat it or do you eat it whole? It's different. Whatever I'm feeling like. I don't really care. <laughs> One day you're chaotic and the other day you're more… I mean which waffle. side's chaotic? I'm not a… That's chaotic because they they clearly made it so that you do break it apart. Rules are meant to be broken. So you're… Yeah, you're chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> there was your answer. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Uh, that wraps up all the questions that you guys have sent us for today. We hope that that answers some of your curiosities. And you have learned more moral lessons about life through Diane and my experiences. I think we had a good one today. Mm-hmm. If you have more questions for how did I get here, please let us know what our next big question should be. And you can send us the topic to our Instagram as well as our Twitter at The Dive Studios and YouTube.com slash Dive Studios. Also, if you have a personal question for me, please send it to me on Twitter at J underscore Day A-Y-6. Also, subscribe and review the podcast. How did I get here? With Jay.